Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Jennifer Sino Tucker. Jen, are you ready to do this? Oh, absolutely, George. Let's do it. Excellent. Let's let's do this. Jennifer is an associate broker and vice president of business development with Exit Realty United, and she is also an author. Excited to have you on. Jen, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. <laughs> That's a good start way to start out. Yes. Um, yeah, let's say a little bit about me. Uh, I am, like you said, an associate broker and uh, vice president of business development here in Nassau County, Long Island, New York. Uh, I grew up in New York my whole life, although I've had stints in and out of the state. Uh, but um, I have a background in education. Uh, I got my master's degree in education, um, but realized that uh, I wasn't being fulfilled. Uh, there was felt like there was no meaning, even though I was working with children and I thought that would be um, an empowering kind of position where I could really reach out and help people. Ultimately, it was through real estate that I realized that I was helping more people. Um, and that's where I found my fulfillment um, for me eternally, internally, um, um, to do what I do, why I do. I love connecting with people. I wasn't. I I grew up with a as the shy kid. Um, that was kind of my 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 name and my how I was known. But ultimately, my true authentic self came out through real estate, and I'm so happy to be in the position that I am today, um, working in real estate and continuing to service and help buyers, sellers, investors, um, you know, who really need help and are looking to expand their wealth, as well as create a financially freeing life for themselves. I appreciate all that. So you you go down the path of getting educated, you get a master's degree in education, thinking, you know, this is going to be amazing, I'm going to help all these kids, and you're doing it, and it's just not clicking. You're like, wait, I'm, I'm supposed to find fulfillment working and helping children, but that just wasn't the case. Exactly. You know, I grew up in a, I went to a Catholic high school and a lot of my friends became teachers and I was an athlete growing up. I just loved sports and I was pretty, pretty good at it. Um, so my natural thing was to go into physical education and be in that kind of setting around athletes. Um, but I, I didn't have the camaraderie, the team spirit I did as a teacher. I was more of a leader and having all my students kind of look up to me. And I kind of missed, you know, that team feeling and being surrounded by other athletes as well. I thought I would get it as being a teacher in the gym, but it just wasn't happening at all. Nope. Yeah, yeah. And I I think that so many of us can, can resonate with that of, you know, finding yourself in a situation where you've spent a lot of time and energy and money and resources to, to get yourself into a place and then it wasn't what you expected. And how hard was it to make that transition? Yeah. So I, I naturally, I, I think I'd be, 
got an entrepreneurial kind of spirit um, through my family. So my family owned a small small business locally, and um, I always admired kind of the worth work ethic of my father. I mean, he was up at you know four or five in the morning and didn't come home till six, and I always thought like that's pretty cool, like for him to do all these things and how he took care of his family. So when I left teaching, I started my own kids fitness business where I would go into preschools and teach teacher health and uh, physical education program to them. I was having a hard time after two years just keeping uh, clients um, on a regular basis and it wasn't really um, profitable for me. Now my mother's been in real estate at that time for about 25, 27 years. So she was kind of my mentor through this, how do I prospect, what do I do, how do I get leads? I was in her office one day kind of talking. She, Her secretary came into her office with a, with a lead and she literally crumbled it up and threw it in the trash. This is and crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was a rental lead and she, uh, she was like, I don't have time for rentals. And I'm like, I have time. She <laughs> literally picked up the phone right then and there in her office and enrolled in the real estate course. And that's kind of where it all began. So I started with renters. And obviously grew into buyers. And then, uh, you know, now I'm primarily a, a listing agent. I'd say about 70% of my business comes from my listing. Nice. So talk about how you it admired the hard work of, of your dad. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure that your mom is as well. And as a culture, um, I think that, that, that we do really put a immense value on working extremely hard. Has that mm-hmm. still been the case for you? And I, I'm I'm asking kind of a dumb question. I think that we all still value hard work, but being in real estate, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to be working 24 hours a day to do a good job. So I'm just curious how 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 your perspective on on work or time spent working has changed over the years. Yeah, that's a really good point, George. So yeah, I mean, I was that agent that dove right in and was working. 15 hour days, um, you know, just whenever the phone rang, I jumped and ran, right? More of a reactive kind of agent and mm-hmm. was working hard. I mean, literally long. Now I have, I'm a single, single parent um, at the time as well. So it took a lot of time away from my daughter who was only about six and kind of grew up as this latchkey kind of kid. Um, so I was, wasn't really present and out of the house. Um, because I felt like, you know, I did have to work hard in order to make the money. But it wasn't until I had was sitting down with a potential listing and I wasn't present. Like I was there physically, but I mentally I was not there. And ultimately I lost, I didn't get the listing. And I couldn't realize that was kind of one point. And then another point that I had during that year which was about five years ago, was my business wasn't climbing. I was continually flatlining or go dripping a little bit, and I couldn't understand why. And it was the time that I took off to go spend time with my daughter, to enjoy her softball games, to take a week vacation, that I realized, oh, my God, I'm, I perform so much better. Right. You know, when I really take the time off and really attend to my needs 
and focus on me um, as opposed to everyone else. So it was this light bulb moment, like when the airplane's going down, you have to put your own kind of right. um, you know, mask on first, right? And take care of you before you can take care of everyone else. And that was my light bulb moment where I realized I need to schedule four vacations a year. And I do that every December. What week am I going away? And uh, just really tend to me and take care of me. So I ultimately got into meditating as well and some um, just some yoga, light yoga I do in the morning and focused on like this 5 a.m. morning routine where I get up at 5 a.m. I do a little journaling. I do my morning meditation and it prepared me for the rest of the day. And that's when I saw growth in my business. It's amazing. It certainly runs contrary to just the mindset that so many of us have, and and certainly my 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 myself included, um, that you do need to take that step back and recognize, okay, is is what I'm doing getting me where I want to go? And the answer is no, a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. could the answer actually be doing less? And it's like, wait a minute, there's no way. But in fact, that's that that's how it works out. Yeah, you know, I teach my agents because I do train new agents that come into the business that it's not about working, like you said, hard and getting it right. I see a lot of agents want to be perfect in their methodology and their, their um, you know, delivery of what they need to do and, and knowing everything immediately. I think less is more. The less you know, kind of like the, the better you are. But I ultimately teach them that this having the right mindset and perspective and taking care of you more of a holistic approach to business is the best way for you to approach real estate. And wouldn't you say that that's probably the best way to approach it? Everything? Yeah, absolutely. But they got to start in somewhere. So I got to connect with them on real estate. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell them all about their life and how how they should be taking care of it. So I choose to, you know, just tell them that having this holistic approach where you take care of your mind, your spirit, and your body physically is is really going to help you with real estate. Um, a lot. I'd say about twenty five percent, kind of grab onto it and and the rest just kind of fall wayside and we mm. keep trying to remind them that yeah less is more take care of you you know it's okay to take you know a few hours on you don't have to be that reactive agent to pick up the phone whenever it rings or have some kind of system in place that when it does ring and you are eating dinner with your family you know there's there's some kind of answering service or or something some kind of just voicemail that can pick up and say i'm going to get back to you as soon as i can yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, and it's interesting. You said twenty five percent, right? It's okay. Okay, mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 you're, and you have a background in working with children, and certainly people that are coming into a new industry like real estate or whatever it might be, oftentimes have that. I don't want to say that they're like little kids, but a lot of the time, if somebody's not entrepreneurial, they are are, are they don't possess a lot of those time management skills and the ability to balance a lot of different things. So they do need a lot more help, and a lot of people, some people get it, but a lot of people just kind of look at you and and, and it goes over their head. Um, and being able to pick up on these concepts, I think that requires probably a lot of maturity and and life experience to recognize that. If even if I am able to work 24 hours a day, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be effective or as effective as I would be if I was working 12 or six hours a day or three. Um, is that 
is that a life experience thing that you sort of grab a hold of uh, with, 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 with maturity or sometimes it's thrust upon us? What, what are your thoughts on that? I, I know ultimately my, I can only talk from my experience, obviously. And for me, it was being in and going through trauma, to be honest with you. Um, you can call it life experience, but ultimately uh, my daughter's father was um, in a severe car accident um, and he suffered a traumatic brain injury and broke many bones in his back and hip. And um, it was this letting go period where, where I realized that I'm not in control here. Right. Ultimately, my higher power takes control over every situation that I, I, I'm in. And it was this letting go kind of moment where, okay, you got this. You know, I'm pulling my hands up off the wheel. That I, I think many agents or, or many people in business and successful people realize that it's letting go. I, I feel like we go into business trying to control everything. And that's what I see a lot of agents do, trying to get it right and having this specific system in place and doing everything, you know, this way, whatever way that might be. But it's ultimately letting go of the control of everything where I saw another growth in business for me. And that trauma situation brought, you know, was my first kind of moment where I realized that, you know, I don't have um, all the answers. I only have, you know, I only can use my experience from the past to come up with solutions to problems. Um, and, and again, it's my higher power that's going to lead me down the path that I need, that he wants me to be down. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, how do you know if you've done your job on on a daily basis? Because I, I guess I I, I I hope that you sell homes every day, but odds are you probably don't. So how do you know if if at the end of the day you're like, yep, I did I did my job today? Oh, how do I know I did my job? I think it becomes more of a, a having a servant's heart hmm. throughout the transaction as well. If I know that I. Um, service my client, answer their call, help them feel comfortable um, during times that there may be some turmoil during some a transaction, then I really feel like I've completed my job. I mean, I do still work pretty long hours a day. My phone starts ringing at seven o'clock in the morning. And typically, I mean, I shut this, I put a service on at, you know, seven o'clock at night so that I can sit down and eat dinner with my family. Um, so I feel complete for me when I know that um, my phone stops ringing, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. No, I, I appreciate that. I mean, the home buying process is such an emotional thing and it's so personal for somebody who's actually buying the home and you are essentially their surrogate through the process, right? You're, 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 you're guiding them through this. So, so I, I, I get it. So it's a matter of, I guess, managing people's emotions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, I went into this without a sales background. Um, I approached my um, clients as if they still were, um, you know, my students, right? That was my experience. I was a teacher, so I had to use my past experience in order to, in order to, um, you know, I kind of, kind of get into the flow of real estate sales. 
Um, so that ultimately was, you know, a way for me to help them feel comforted as well throughout the process. If I looked at them as my students, I was able to still care and be a part of, of what they were going through. Yeah, I think that that's probably a pretty good way to think about it. Um, and, I, I, you know, how it's probably increased a lot over the past 20 years, but, I mean, how many homes do does the average person buy over the course of a lifetime? Probably not that many. Right, right. I mean, that's a good question. I would say somewhere be about three. Yeah. Maybe four. Maybe four. Maybe. I would say three would be the number. So, I'm so, on number six. So. <laughs> so stressful for people. Yes, yes. Yeah, it can be. Um, it's definitely a stress stress process to go through. And it, I, uh, you know, I am seen as, you know, more of a guide through the process. And it's that trust um, that, you know, a client, client, um, you know, real estate agent relationship, you know, that's really where I feel satisfied as well. When that client is able to refer me to, you know, someone else within their, their, their circle, then I know I've really done a good job as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, Jen, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? My, my difference-making tip? Um, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, but my difference-making tip is really take care of you before you take care of anyone else. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. Jen, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they could follow me at um, on Facebook at Jennifer Cino Tucker. Um, I'm right there. Okay, check out all my listings. I'd also love to give you and your audience a free download copy of my book. Nice. And invite them to uh, my book is going to be on audio as well. And forgive me, my dog is dancing right now okay. um, <laughs> they can go to rockstaragenttraining.com to download my book for free perfect what is the dog's name <laughs> storm hey storm good morning buddy <laughs> yeah he's a he's a husky chow chow mix so he's not digging the hot weather <laughs> no no i don't imagine Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jen your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to rockstaragenttraining.com for a free download of the book. Follow Jen on Facebook as well. I'll list all of those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Jen. All right. Thank you, George. Have a great one. You as well. And until next time, (laughs) keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.